At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rival. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. Third hour of our NFL preview show tonight. Matt Humans with Scott Spreitzer in the Circus Sportsbook here at the VSIN studio. And uh, Scott, uh, the time is flying by tonight as uh, we preview a season that's five days away from kicking off. Yeah, and I wonder who we like. Could it be the Eagles? I think we like <laughs> the Eagles. <laughs> I think we've been that clear in two hours, but... Uh, you know who else likes the Eagles? Sal Palantonio of All ESPN. Right. Sal Pal. And he might be a little bit biased. Just a bit. Uh, he covers the Eagles uh, for ESPN. We're going to talk about Sal Powell and his bold prediction for uh, Philadelphia here in a minute. But let's break down the NFC East. This is a uh, division that I wrote for the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide. I do the NFC East every mm-hmm. year, and uh, the Eagles are my pick to win it. And I think we've established that so far <laughs> in the first two hours of the show. The Eagles win total open to 8.5 just briefly, up to 9.5. At this point, the Eagles are pounded to the point. They're minus 155 right. on the win total at over nine and a half. Is that justified? How about the Cowboys? Scott, do you agree with me that the Cowboys definitely have some cracks in the yeah. foundation? That offensive line has declined. Zeke Elliott's not the same. Dak Prescott's going to have a lot on his shoulders to carry this Dallas offense. And really, if you look at the Cowboys, uh, from the top down, Dallas has been a dysfunctional organization. And Mike McCarthy's kind of a head coach. Uh, he's a head coach that's kind of hard to like. That's the problem is I don't have any trust in Mike McCarthy with mm-hmm. this team, and they're going to need you know they're going to need the coaching staff to step up with this this uh, both both sides of the line of scrimmage because of what they've lost. We talked about it earlier in the show about uh, Randy Gregory's gone. You've got a defense that has some issues. You've got a running back situation that's not going to be as good as it has been in the past in all likelihood. Dak Prescott doesn't have a ton of help. He doesn't have Cooper anymore uh, to be able to throw the football to. So 
uh, they're going to have to do some things that are different from what's normal for uh, McCarthy and this coaching staff. And I don't know if he's got the ability. He never excites me when I see an NFL season mm-hmm. on the horizon and, oh, we really like this team, and they're coached by McCarthy. That's a detriment. That's a negative to me, not a positive. So I said a net negative, Mike McCarthy. There right? you go. And, and so I, I think it's, you know, boy, I just think that team's going to really be close to not making the postseason. And that's why I thought that that plus 160 is kind of tempting that they don't make mm-hmm. uh, the playoffs. And, and I'm with you. You know, we both like Philly, obviously. We're not as high on Dallas as a lot of other people. Uh, I think the commanders can make some noise. You know, if Washington can, you know, play well and not turn the ball over offensively, uh, they've got the defense that can keep them in every single game. And Dallas is the kind of team that can make a crucial mistake late in the game against a team like Washington. Not thrilled with the Giants. Danny Dimes, he just turns the ball over. And if Dayball can't get him to stop turning the ball over, then all of a sudden, you know, they're back trying to not land in the basement in that division. So, now, I'm with you on the Cowboys, though. I think it's going to be a little bit tougher go of it than a lot of people are thinking about Dallas right now because I've seen a lot of people thinking Dallas wins this division. You know, I, I do believe the Tyron Smith injury on the offensive line True. Has, has caused a lot of people to uh, second-guess the Cowboys and kind of doubt Dallas' chances yeah. a little bit more. But I was doubting Dallas long before that happened. Uh, right now, DraftKings, the Cowboys and the Eagles co-favorites to win the NFC East at plus 150, Washington at 5-1, to one. New York Giants at 8-1. to Let's talk about the commanders for a minute. Uh, is Carson Wentz possibly the answer? Did he get a bad deal in uh, Indianapolis? Because he actually had 27 TD passes, seven interceptions. I'm not going to defend Carson Wentz anymore because he played so poorly at the end of last right. season in the loss to the Raiders at home and the loss to the Jaguars on the road. Colts should have been a playoff team. Their quarterback let him down. But can Carson Wentz... Uh, maybe be the answer for Washington. What do you think? I think he can be serviceable, which is not what Washington fans want to hear. I, I think he can go out there and, and provide some leadership. But the bottom line is, is when things aren't going right for Carson Wentz, it seems to me like he gets a little bit too jittery and he starts to make bad mistakes. And that's going to happen to Washington because the talent around him isn't great on the offensive side of the football. The defense is going to carry that team and keep him in games. You know, Matt, it was funny because I was never really super high on Carson Wentz even when you know he was playing well for Philly first couple of years uh, out of, what, North Dakota State. Mm-hmm. So I was never really super high on him. I've never really been like, I can't stand the guy or anything like that, like you hear a lot of people. I'm not bearish on Carson Wentz. I just think he's a serviceable NFL starting quarterback for a team that maybe is just a notch away from finding somebody who's a little bit better. That's what I think of when I see Carson Wentz. He's okay. He's not going to lead you deep into a postseason. And without a lot of, of weaponry around him on this Washington team, I think it's going to be too tough for them to overcome Philly and probably even Dallas in that division. But they're going to they're going to mess up somebody's season along mm-hmm. the way because of the defense. I, I really believe that. Yeah, the defense is uh, more than respectable, no doubt about it. And hopefully Chase Young returns to form because right. he was a non-factor last season. When a quarterback ends up in Washington, it's kind of like last chance you. Yeah, isn't it? exactly. It's your last chance <laughs> to make it as a starter in this league. And Carson Wentz is uh, going to have his chance with the Commanders. How about the Giants? I like Brian Dable as a hire quite a bit. I think I think he's going to be a great coaching hire for the Giants, who've had a couple bad coaching hires recently. But is uh, Danny Dimes, Dan, is he going to be the answer? This is his last chance, I think, yeah. with this coach, yeah. because in Dable you got a guy who works well with quarterbacks, and he usually gets the best out of a quarterback. And so now he's going to try to get the best out of Danny Dimes, and one of those things that he has to do at quarterback is not make dumb passes at inopportune times. Not that there's an opportune time to make bad reads and bad mistakes, but the bottom line is 
He just turns the ball over too much. He makes too many mistakes this deep into his career. And so this is his last chance. It's Dable mm-hmm. or it's bust as far as I'm concerned for Danny Dimes. I, 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 I can't think that the Giants go over that wins total. I didn't play them under, but I don't think they win more than seven games, which means they end up on the outside looking in again. In fact, they might only win six games uh, this season, and they might trail Washington by the end of the season mm-hmm. if Carson Wentz can stay healthy and be serviceable like I think he can be. You know, it's interesting because um, I think if you look at Daniel Jones, there's there's been some glimpses, some flashes of, hey, but sure. this guy's got some ability, but he fumbles too much. There's too many yeah. picks. You can't turn the ball over in this league and make it as a quarterback. And Brian Dable is going to probably – he'll know by the midpoint in the season if he can sink or swim with yeah. his quarterback. And uh, Dable's a sharp guy, so he's going to find the answer. Well, I like that. He's worked well with quarterbacks yeah. in the past. I think he's his last chance. And you mentioned, you know, sometimes you're looking at, at Danny and you're thinking, you know, I could see this guy being a legit starting quarterback in the mm-hmm. NFL and being decent. And that goes all the way back to when he broke into the league and you had like some giant fans clamoring for Danny Dimes over Eli Manning. Yeah. And he just has never taken that next step. In fact, he's regressed, I think, since he's first come into the league. You know what's interesting about this too? If Saquon Barkley returns to what he was as a rookie, that would help Danny Dimes quite a bit. Now, is Barkley poised to maybe be one of those comeback of the year, comeback uh, player of the year type candidates? Because I love Saquon Barkley coming out of Penn State. And his first year in the league, he was phenomenal. Yeah. Especially, he had 90 receptions out of the backfield, too. So he could be a weapon that uh, could really, I think, uh, make the difference for the Giants if he can return to that form. So I think that's kind of the wild card for the Giants. No, I, I could see that. Yeah. And, you know, you look at Barkley, he's a running back. So he has mm-hmm. one great season, then the injury bug starts to happen. Yeah. And, and you miss a season. I'm not sure I trust the offensive line to keep him healthy again if he's getting a lot of carries. Or a lot of passes out of the backfield. You know, I'm not sure that he's going to be able to stay healthy behind this offensive line. But he's going to get his chances, Matt, for like a, a comeback player of the year. Because if you're Dable, you got to set the tone for Danny Dimes by being able to run the football a little bit, set up some play actions. Otherwise, it's all on Dimes, and then the turnovers start to happen. All right, let's uh, go to our first guest this hour, sort of. Uh, Sal Palantonio of ESPN was on uh, VSIN this week with uh, Mitch Moss and Paul Howard. Um, follow the money, and uh, I think Mitch asked him about the Eagles and all the made, the moves they've made in the offseason and all the support the Eagles have received in the betting markets. And if Sal Palantonio thinks all that action on the Eagles is justified, here we go. The NFC is wide open. So yeah. if you and I were to sit here and say, okay, who, who are going to be the final four teams? You have to think that Philadelphia is going to be right there, right? The schedule is favorable. Yep. One. Uh, two, two last year, they made the playoffs in the first year for the head coach and Jalen Hurts as a first year starter. So what I've seen from the team this year is more energy, more competitiveness. They now have some experience at corner and safety, which was a huge problem last year. They gave up too many big chunk plays that will allow Jonathan Gannon to blitz the quarterback a little bit more. He'll trust his secondary. They were bad at getting to the quarterback last year. This year, they'll be better. I think they're going to win the division. If they don't, I think it will be a major disappointment. I think it's NFC East or bust with a home playoff game. Yes. I got them going 12-5, and five, which is the over on the over-under this year. All right, maybe a little bit ambitious on the 12-5 and five <laughs> prediction, but hey, I'll take 11-6. and six. I'd even take 10-7. and seven. I think the, the Eagles are good enough to win double-digit games, and uh, one one of the points he made is uh, one thing we need to talk about, Scott, is the Eagles' schedule is significantly uh, softer than the Cowboys' schedule. And I think the, that's what sets up. If you look at the road games outside the division, 
The Eagles open up against the Lions. They also play at Arizona, at Houston, at Indianapolis, and uh, against the Bears. It's four and one, isn't it? I mean, at least. You know, I mean, maybe yeah. they pull it up set at Indy, but I would count that. Compare that to what the Cowboys face. Oh, yeah. The Eagles have a much easier schedule. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a four and one record if they play up to their abilities or or play up to how much hype we've been giving them. Obviously, now with Sal jumping on board, I don't know about 12 and five. I was thinking 11 wins like you were, potentially 11 and mm-hmm. six, and then make a deep playoff run. Uh, but if they're anything less than four and one with that five games that you mentioned, it's a disappointment, I think. And then we got to start questioning our thoughts about Philly and everything mm-hmm. they've done. Now, he talked about the secondary and the fact that, you know, they haven't had a great pass rush in the past. It's there. The individual talent is there. The coaching is there to all of a sudden drum up that pass rush a little bit and protect in the secondary when you do send an extra player to get after a quarterback. Uh, Saquon Barkley, wrap it up with this. Uh, as a rookie in 2018, he had 1,307 rushing yards, 5.0 per carry, 91 receptions for 720 yards. He totaled 2,000 yards from the line of scrimmage, Scott. 2,028 yards and 15 touchdowns. If he can do that, the Giants uh, got a chance to top that win total, but I, I think he's got to do that for the Giants to have a chance. At least do 75 80% of that, which yeah. means he has to stay healthy if the Giants are going to win seven games this year. All right, that's uh, the NFC East preview here, and uh, we shift next to the AFC West, the best division in the NFL, top to bottom. Scott Spicer, Matt Humans from uh, the Circus Sportsbook, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, back in a couple minutes. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play free during the college football season with a Coors Light College Football Pick'em. Join 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at $5,000 in weekly prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em now to join the action. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment, 21 and older only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions applies. DraftKings.com for details and drink responsibly. Again, that's DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em. Scott Spritzer, Matt Humans here, the NFL preview show on Saturday night from Circa. And uh, Scott, we're five days away from the season. And um, we're going to watch the Bills and the Rams kick off pretty soon. But I want to talk about the other team in L.A. and the best division in football. And that's the AFC West. And uh, the Chiefs, in the recent years, the Chiefs have dominated this division. They've been odds-on favorites most years. That's not the case. Right now, DraftKings... Kansas City plus 175 to win the division. The Chargers, the second choice, plus 220. Broncos plus 260. And the Raiders, uh, the fourth and uh, final choice, are plus 650. Have the Chiefs, uh, I, I think, has the, let's put it this way, have the other three teams in the division closed the gap on the Chiefs? What do you think? Yeah, I think they have. I mean, you know, Russell Wilson landing in Denver and what they built around him. Uh, the Chargers are going to be better this season than they, than they were last year, as far as I'm concerned. And they were pretty darn good, obviously. Mm-hmm. Last year, um, you've got a coach who made dumb mistakes in that game against the Raiders, but we're not going to hold it against him unless he does it again this season. And if he does, it probably won't be till the end of the year when it matters. Um, and then, of course, the Raiders. Everything they've done offensively has helped this team become a better team within the division, and they've got some great hands uh, to catch those passes from Derek Carr. Besides the fact I mentioned you know, Chandler Jones coming over from Arizona and things like that. But back to the Chiefs for just a second, you got four of their six – top pass catchers who are gone, including the speedster Tyreek Hill. Uh, I like Travis Kelsey, obviously. Smith-Schuster comes over. Uh, Valtes Scantling, he should be a big part of this offense if they're going to have success. I like the defense. I like Trent McDuffie in the secondary. Uh, draft pick uh, George uh, Karloftis, who comes over as a defensive end or comes to the team through the draft. Uh, they're going to have to have Justin Reed really step up. He's, I mean, a lot of this is going to fall on Justin Reed on how good this team is against the pass because Tyron Matthews is gone. And that's Justin Reed's spot now to come in. I don't think he's going to be as good as him. Uh, I don't think he has the individual talent that Matthew has, but he might be able to mask it enough to where it's not that big of a drop-off. They got a tough schedule early on, Matt. They've never finished with less than 12 wins with Mahomes and Reed. Right. But it might happen this year. Those first seven games, when you look at the schedule, they could be 5-2. and two. They could also be 3-4. and four. So I think these first seven games are going to be quite telling uh, with this Kansas City Chiefs team. And again, it's a team that could be three and four after seven games if they're not gelling 
uh, with those receivers, with the new pass catchers that uh, Mahomes has to throw to? Well, Chiefs got off to a poor start last season. They rebounded, and uh, we'll see if uh, they can get off to a better start this year. But under Andy Reid, they've averaged 11.4 wins in a regular season. Win total here, 10.5. Scott, I just think it's going to be tough for any team in this division to get to 11 wins. Sure. It's going to be tough to win four of six games within your division, right. no matter who you are. I mean, a right. three and three is a good record in this division. When you talk about those six games, I'm with you on that. Tyron Matthew, where is he now? Where is he now? Saints. It's here. Saints. <laughs> Saints, yeah. I was going to say, it's another reason I like <laughs> the right. Saints, and I like that defense. Back home. And I like the Saints in the <laughs> NFC South. So, uh, yeah, George Karloftis and uh, Trent McDuffie, two first-round picks, and the Chiefs knew they had to address the defense in the first round. They did that. I think they made some pretty good moves in the offseason. I was ready to really fade the Chiefs uh, going into the offseason, but I think they did a lot of positive things. So I'm not sure how much the gap has been closed, but it has been narrowed somewhat. Justin Fields was remarkable in that Week 18 game yep. against the Raiders in L.A. or excuse me, in Vegas. But L.A. could not get into the playoffs. And uh, can they do it this year? Chargers plus 220 to win the division. Uh, they've made some big moves on defense. Unfortunately, one of their key acquisitions is not going to be on the field. J.C. Jackson is injured. He's not going to be out there for week one, it appears. Um, Khalil Mack, how much does he have left? I thought he was a bust right. for the Bears the last couple of years. Uh, do you like what the Chargers have done, and do you think Justin Herbert can get this team over the hump and into the playoffs, well, where check- they should have been last season? Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. again, Staley makes a really bad move, obviously, and, and I'm sure that's been talked about on DC about a thousand times since that uh, actual decision that was made. But I look at, you know, best-case scenario for this team, if you look at their schedule, uh, they could be 7-1 and one when they play San Francisco in San Francisco mm-hmm. in Week 9. And, of course, that would mean that they went at least 2-1 and one against the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Broncos in those first eight games, if they're going to be 7-1. and one. The roadie is the Kansas City game out of those three that I mentioned. Uh, Staley is supposed to be a defensive-minded head coach, and he certainly signed some quality additions to the defense this offseason, Matt. But they regressed under Staley from the prior season. Yes, that, that's did. a little scary when a guy, you know, his forte is supposed to be coaching up a defense, and they drop off in the year that he's there. I think and their run some, defense was awful. Well, yeah, I yeah. think they made some moves in the offseason that maybe shores that up a little bit. I think they'll be a little bit better, but how much? So I don't have them catching the Chiefs yet in the division. I still have the Chiefs winning this division, but it's going to be tough you know, to, to win in L.A. against the Chargers, despite the fact that they don't have a great home field advantage. And I think, you know, they'll probably go 3-3 three and three within the division. But if they can go 7-1 to start the season, as I, as I just mentioned, you know, they got a shot to win 10 games this year. You know what's interesting about this schedule, and uh, I, I pointed this out, I think, in, in something I wrote within the last couple of weeks. The Chargers actually have only seven true home games this season yep. on the 17-game schedule because the AFC teams have only eight home games, and the Chargers have a home game against the Rams in Week 17, which <laughs> is actually a home game for the Rams. Absolutely. Right? So they only really only have seven true road home games, and that's why I think it's going to be tough if you want to bet the Chargers over the win total of 10.5 uh, when, when you look at it that way. Actually, I think overall their schedule is uh, much easier than what the Chiefs face, uh, but I still can't bet over 10 on the win total for the Chargers. I think these teams are going to be – really bunched up kind of like a traffic jam in this division this year. Not much separating them. How about the Broncos? Russell Wilson off the, arguably the worst season of hmm. his career. He looked uh, a little overweight, a step slow, rushed for a career low, 183 yards. Uh, but was that a product of a, a poor offensive line in Seattle? And do you think uh, you're going to see a rejuvenated Russell Wilson in Denver? Yeah, not a great team for him to play with last year in mm-hmm. Seattle. And, and they're kind of attempting to do things the Rams way from last year. 
And I've heard a couple of people talking about this. I'm not the first one to mention that, but what they did is they go out and they sign Russell Wilson and they give up a bunch of draft picks on low draft picks to get Russell Wilson, which is what the Rams did uh, to get Matthew Stafford in place in LA. I, I like the addition. We talked about Gregory leaving Dallas and Gregory is going to be with the Denver Broncos. I like him. I, I do like that. I like Compton landing uh, with this team with Denver. The schedule plays out quite well for Denver. If you look at the schedule on your screen there, there's no murderer's row of opponents clumped together like KC faces. Just talked about right. the first seven games that Kansas City faces. It's one tough team after another. So there's tough teams littered throughout that schedule, including within their own division. But you don't look up there and say, man, there's like you know six games in a row where they could go two and four if they're not on their game. So that's a little bit of a break for them. Uh, they closed the season pretty tough with the Rams, the Chiefs on the road before taking on the Chargers. And that's probably where we'll find out if the Denver Broncos are going to be a postseason team those last three or four games. But uh, obviously they go from seven and 10 to probably nine and eight to 10 and seven in that neighborhood. I don't think Russell Wilson's going to be the sweet elixir. Uh, something I haven't used all night. I've used on your show before, the sweet elixir. Nice. And uh, But anyway, I don't think he's going to be the sweet elixir as far as getting them deep into the postseason. But I think he can get them to 10 wins if everything falls into place, likely nine. All right, now let's talk about the team that's predicted to finish last in the AFC West. Well, wait a minute. Is it really the worst team in the AFC West? How about this bold <laughs> prediction from Marcus Spears of ESPN talking about the Raiders and how good they can be? Listen to this. Don't let the Las Vegas Raiders defense get hot with new defensive coordinator Patrick Graham. This offense is going to be hell on wheels, y'all. You got to determine who you're going to cover on that side of the ball. But if this team come together up front and on the back end, if they get some synergy with Trevor and Morrig and they put Abrams around that box and they are able to cover people, you may be looking at a team that we may be counting out a little bit too early in this AFC West arms race. I know we're going to talk about Waller and we're going to yeah. talk about Adams and Hunter Renfro and Derek Carr. If this Raiders defense get hot, you may be looking at the best team in football. Did he just say you may be looking at the best team in football? I, he makes a lot of sense, but best team in football is where I kind of – that's where he lost me. Um, they're going to be darn good, and mm -hmm. that offense can get it going, and they've got a good offensive line. You've talked about the skill position players that Carr is going to have to throw to. Uh, it's going to be pretty incredible if they don't make any mistakes. But that schedule, my gosh. I look at that schedule, and I'm thinking there are a lot of potential roadblocks on that schedule to getting over that wins total of eight and a half. I lean over eight and a half because I think there's so much talent on this team. Mm -hmm. He mentioned Adams, Waller, Renfro. Uh, and then again, you know, what he didn't mention as far as individual players, although I think he said the defense is going to step it up this year, but, you know, Chandler Jones. Uh, the only thing is that the secondary I'm questioning, I question Derek Carr sometimes and things get a little tough. And to get, you know, 23 to 14 touchdown to INT ratio, the schedule is extremely tough. But there's going to be hopefully stability with the Raiders where they don't have to deal with a bunch of weird stuff off the field like they did wow. a season ago. That can only help with this team. I got to ask you, man. I mean, we every time we talk about a, a Bill Belichick disciple taking on a job as a head coach, and they always tend to flop. And we already saw this head coach having a little bit of a struggle in his last job real quickly. What do you mm -hmm. think about that at head coach? Actually, I think McDaniel's going to be much better this time around. We started to see that in the preseason. I thought they were, the, the Raiders looked like a really disciplined a football team to play with a plan. And uh, you know what? Derek Carr was fifth in the NFL in passing yards last season. The Raiders were 18th in scoring. I think this could be a top five scoring offense in the NFL. Anyway, we've got to still talk about the Denver Broncos and their season opener up next. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network.
Okay, here we go. The VSIN Pro Football betting guides are out. It's football season. This is when the money is made. Our VSIN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Experts profile every team with advanced stats and power ratings, best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and a lot more. You can read about how much we like the Philadelphia Eagles. Sign up early and for a discounted $175, you'll receive both guides and full VSIN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VSIN has to boost your betting game. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Become part of the Sports Betting Network. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Scott Spritzer, Matt Humans here. We open this show by playing a game of play or pass with the 10 home dogs mm-hmm. in NFL Week 1. And uh, we've done nine of those. We'll recap uh, what we said about the first nine. But, Scott, let's get to the 10th. We just talked about the AFC West. And the Broncos and Russell Wilson go on the road on Monday night for what's going to be a really emotional game for Russell Wilson. The Seahawks right now, six-and-a-half-point home dogs. Play or pass Seattle on Monday night. And, again, this is a number that, eh, who knows, it might hit seven at some point, but would you play it if it does not go to seven? Oh, this is an outright win for the Seahawks. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm passing. And I'm, pass, huh? Yes, I'm okay. looking for my I – I wrote down some percentages of where the bets were on this game before I came down here, I might've left it at home, but uh, oh, here it is. So right now, the couple of books that I talked to had 88% and 86% of the tickets on Denver. I would have made the over under on that 94 or something like that. I mean, how do they get any action coming into the Seahawks as far as just a single game bet in this game at the books? I mean, it's only six and a half. Now, that's, that's a little why, scary why, when you see it sitting there like that. Matt. I think it's going to go to seven by Monday. I think it has to, doesn't yeah, it? I mean, I it's kind so. of a little scary to me that it's still at six and a half if you like Denver because, uh, yeah, Seahawks, Seahawks have nothing. They've got Geno Smith at quarterback. We already heard what they Matt called DK him on Metcalf the show. They do have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. But, well, yeah. know, but they do have Geno Smith at quarterback. Yeah, I mean, you know, you talked about Drew Locke eventually becoming mm-hmm. the main quarterback. That might happen before this game's over with. But, uh with all the hype on Russell Wilson, can they run the ball? Can the Seahawks run the ball with Rashad Penny? Yeah, uh, I mean they're going to have to if Geno Smith is going to have success. He can't carry an offense. What about that total? I was thinking about maybe the under because you are going to see. I mean they have to run the football. Mm-hmm. They have to try to shorten this game, and so I think that total at forty-two. I kind of lean towards the under. That might go up with it being a Monday night game anyway. Uh, by the time we get to game day, but I'm I'm thinking about the under there because. You know, Russell Wilson's due to the team, all that kind of stuff, but because the Seahawks are going to have to run the football, establish the run, shorten the game, and the only uh, potential problem I see with that is you might get a short field for the Denver offense if Geno does what he does sometimes. Right. But again, I mean, I that's absolute pass on Seattle as a home dog. Whether they win or not, it's an absolute pass for me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say pass at six and a half, but I reserve the right to change my mind because if this game goes to seven, eh, I might bet the Seahawks. Well, here's the thing. That's going to be such a popular public play by Monday night. It's going to be all Broncos and over. And and how many many teasers are going to be sweating out in books oh, yeah. that played oh, one yeah. of those you know road favorites that happened to win tied in with the Denver Broncos. I mean, the, the teaser action is going to be through the roof. There's going to be a lot of teaser liability rolling over to the Broncos on Monday night yep. for the bookmakers, Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I'm not saying the Seahawks are going to win the game, but it, I might take plus seven. Anyway, let's look at the... Uh, well, what's fun about it, Matt, is you hit it on the head just a second ago because the fun part is, is you're going to be going against everybody. And I like that, you know, with the <laughs> Seattle Seahawks because nobody who just walks in to a book and plunks down their money 
uh, for some entertainment purposes. I'm not, what, by, by that, I'm saying that guy's just a regular Joes who want to have action on Monday night. Yeah. Nobody's going to have Seattle in that game. No, no, I don't think so. you got to have courage to play a, a dog yeah. like that, to play some of these ugly dogs. All right, the, uh, the week one home dogs, and there are 10 of them. <laughs> I'm just going to call it a record, Scott, because I, I can't imagine there's ever been more than 10 home dogs in the NFL week one. Yeah, oh, it's an unofficial record, we'll okay. call it. Yeah. And it, it could have been 11. Uh, because the Panthers opened True. as home dogs, and now they're slight home favorites over the Browns. All right, the Rams plus two and a half. Uh, I think we both said play on the Rams. Yeah, I like to play okay. on the Rams. Yep. Falcons plus five and a half. I'm going to say we both passed. Exactly. Bears plus seven. And we kind of wavered on that one a little bit. I said I might change my mind and play the Bears actually at plus seven. What did you say? Yeah, I was. it's a lean on the Bears, but as of now, I'm passing. Okay. Uh, Lions plus four. That was a pass. I like the other side there anyway. Okay. Jets plus seven. I'm going to pass. Yep. Same. Texans plus eight. I think that's going to be a play. I like the Texans plus eight. That's mm-hmm. going to be one of our, our home dog plays this week. Okay. And uh, Vikings plus one and a half. This is one of the uh, few things you and I might be on the opposite side of. I kind of like the Vikings. Sounds like you like the Packers. Yeah, I'm not going to play the Vikings this week, so it's a pass as far as the home dog. And if I do anything with this game, it will be Green Bay and lay that short price. Okay. How about the Cardinals plus four and a half? That's a pass for me. Pass. Yep. Cowboys plus one and a half. Yeah, I'll pass. I'm going to pass, too. I can't take them here, especially after the way we spoke about them. Can we come back next week and show a ticket saying we're on Dallas after the way we spoke about them? I I cannot, um, (laughs) but I I have this feeling that the Buccaneers are uh, in for a much tougher season. Oh, I agree It's going to be a rougher ride for the Buccaneers. We're going to agree with a pass, and we're going to agree with a a tougher time for Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. All right, here's a pro tip for you. Pay attention to the Friday night show, uh, the Bet Prep uh, show for Saturday on Friday night here at the uh, Circus Sportsbook. That's the... Circa Friday Football Invitational because we have 16 sharp handicappers with their five best bets, and you don't want to miss it. Uh, That's going to help give you a scouting report heading into the weekend. 16 handicappers uh, in a season-long contest with $25,000 of Derek Stevens' money up for grabs. Our pro tip for the hour, we do one on every hour on VSIN, 20 every day. All available for VSIN Pro subscribers only at vsin.com, where you can sort them by sport and show. Our pro tip here is follow the Circa Friday Football Invitational. Starts next Friday, September 9th, goes all the way through January 6, 2023. That's 18 weeks. Right here at the VSIN stu- studio inside the Circa Sportsbook, uh, we have five best bets. This is how uh, the, the format's going to change a little bit from the old Stardust Invitational, which was uh, seven plays a week with uh, one being a best bet. Five plays, college and NFL sides and totals, no props, team totals, no first half plays. It's just college and NFL sides and totals. One play designated as the best bet out of your five, and that's going to be used for tiebreaker purposes uh, later in the season. Derek Stevens has put up $25,000 in prize money, 15000 for the winners, 7000 for second place, and 3000 for third place. Derek also is going to award a trophy and a special green jacket uh, to the winner. So, Scott, you and I talked about this. You were, in, you were involved in the Stardust Invitational way back when, 20, 25 years ago. Uh, when I first got to town, that was the biggest thing in the betting yeah. uh, community. Every Friday night, you go to the Stardust, or you'd listen on KDON, KDWN Radio. That was the strongest AM radio uh, signal on the West Coast 50, at the time. Yeah. They're watch channel. Yeah. It was a huge show on Friday nights. I've always wanted to create, recreate that. So we're going to try to do that here at the Circus Sportsbook every Friday night. It's going to be a little bit different. I think I've improved the format 
And uh, I like the season-long format better than the head-to-head. Two guys going head-to-head each week because, like you mentioned, you could go 5-1-1 one, and one and get knocked out in the head-to-head format. And the next week, a guy could go 3-4 and four and advance. Right. And I want the uh, – I, I think the season-long format actually rewards the better handicapper sure. over the longer uh, period of time. Well, at the Stardust, it was just such a different day and age. And it was only mm-hmm. 25 years ago. You know, I did that show from 91 through 96. I co-hosted with uh, Dave Koken. Uh, Seat Williams, they were the main guys that were down there. There were a few others that were out there too, but it it was such a different day and age. You were you were center strip. It was old school Las Vegas. Yeah. We did it live in the actual sports book in front of the windows, and we did it on a dais that was maybe five feet off the floor, and mm-hmm. then the crowd was right there, five feet in front of you, and and so it, they'd pack the house. You'd get 150, whatever it held, 200 people in the book. You'd have one guy on one side, one guy on the other. You'd be standing at the podiums giving your plays. Back and forth. It was an absolute blast. I don't think that'll ever be recreated, but right. I think what you're doing with this is better, like you just said, the format, because it becomes, you know, you can go out and have a one and six week or an 0 and seven week. You really can, but that doesn't mean you're a bad better. You can go out throughout the course of the season, hit 55, 56%, and have a couple of clunkers in there. We're at the Stardust. You know, if you had a clunker, you had to hope your other guy, your opponent had a clunker, or you're out right away, like I mentioned. So I'm looking forward to it. Wish I could have been in it. I'm going to root for my man, Chuck Edel. I like all these guys that are in this, but Chuck Edel, man, I've done enough shows with him. We've talked about enough beer on our shows that we've done in the past where uh-huh. i got to root for my man, Chuck. Chuck's a great <laughs> guy, and he's made a living betting uh, sports in Vegas since uh, the late 80s. You have to be pretty good to make a living at yes, this. Yes, And uh, Chuck does not have a job on the side. I, last night I announced 10 names that were confirmed in the, in the uh, Circa Friday Football Invitational. Chuck Edel. Two guys from ESPN, Chris the Bear Felica and Doug Kazarian. Adam Hill from the Las Vegas Review Journal. He's a favorite of Derek Stevens. He loves Adam Hill. He said he's got to be in the contest. So we have Randy McKay, sharpest gambler to ever come out of North Dakota. There you go. Mike North, Chicago radio personality, who's had a really strong year handicapping. Aaron Renning, one of the top NBA and NFL cappers on the planet. Dan Saley, a really sharp college football guy. James Salinas, mm-hmm. the 2015 winner of the Westgate Super Contest. Paul Stone, a college football expert. Also, today I had two more guys confirm. Mark Lawrence is in. Mark won the last Stardust Invitational in 2005. And Steve Fezzik confirmed today, and Fezzik is a two-time Super Contest champion. We have 14 of the 16 spots uh, now confirmed. Two up for grabs are going to be filled tomorrow, Scott. That's awesome. Love it. That's the pro tip. Follow the Circa Friday Football Invitational. Every week it kicks off uh, next week. Back in a minute with Best Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The 
wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off college football with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Join Bet Rivers every Saturday of the college season for a 20% parlay profit boost of at least three legs with new promotions and props every day. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today. It's a whole new game at betrivers.com. Matt Humans and Scott Sprites are here. We're going to wrap up our NFL preview show. If you have not followed the entire three hours, uh, we're going to recap our best bets for you. Uh, right now, and uh, Scott, we're talking about futures bets and mm-hmm. um, win totals, division winners, a couple Super Bowl picks. Johnny Avello of DraftKings Sportsbook joined us in the first hour, and he went with a Super Bowl favorite, the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. He said, "I said if you could bet one team on the futures board, who would you bet?" And uh, he went with the Bills, who are around six to one odds. Um, I'm not going to go that route. I don't like to bet the favorites, and uh, I think the AFC is too stacked with uh, great teams sure. so you're really not getting any value on the bills uh let's go to your best bets and we're going to focus on win totals with you you and i have a, a common play here on the bears under yeah that's uh the did first... you play that under six or six and a half no, i played i didn't get it till six it's dropped okay. below that in a lot of spots now i've seen a lot of five and a halfs out there but uh i was okay with six only because and i hate to do it this way but only because if you do land on six you do obviously get your your money back there, but this brand new offense led by an offensive coordinator, which I don't think I've mentioned yet tonight. Uh, he's never called an NFL play before. Everybody's been talking about mm-hmm. that, obviously. Wide receiving core is mediocre. Offensive line has virtually zero depth. As far as proven veterans are concerned, at least, the schedule isn't overly difficult, but I just think this this is a team that you know is looking towards building for next year. We've talked about that. When they go in the offseason, they're going to have so much cap space, and they can do things. You just hope that Justin Fields makes it through the season healthy. But mm-hmm. again, I mean... You know, even though it's five and a half in a lot of places now, I still don't think this team wins more than four games. I think best case scenario is five wins out of Chicago. 
Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. And uh, I've also played the Bears. I played them at under 6.5, minus 140. That price of DraftKings is up to minus 190. I would still say play the Bears under 6 if you can find mm-hmm. that win total out there. There's a lot of anti-Bears money in the betting market, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, so you and I both like that one. How about the Seahawks? We just talked about they open on uh, Monday night against the uh, Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson. You're playing the Seahawks under their win total and also under their division win total. Well, if you do decide to back the Seahawks, let's have them hang the number and not win that game outright on Monday because mm-hmm. I have them under uh, five and a half wins, and that has dropped a little bit. I, and you mentioned I have them under in the division, under two wins. The first bet that I made this for this upcoming season was under two wins in the division with Seattle over every other bet that I made in the NFL as far as futures are concerned. We kind of think two and four is like the best case scenario. Exactly, exactly. So, and I I really think that they'll probably win one game tops Mm -hmm. out of that division. Cardinals, Niners, Rams, six games against those three teams. And I think they'll probably go one and five in those outings. As far as everything else, Geno Smith, at quarterback, Drew Locke comes in somewhere throughout the course of the season. He's not going to be that big of an upgrade. And uh, I do believe that they probably have a real tough time of topping three wins, let alone Five and a half. All right, so you played the Seahawks under five and a half. Now a couple of overs and teams I like too. You're going to play the Colts over nine and a half. Yeah, I like the Colts over nine and a half. This was one of the, I think, the second play that I made after I played that divisional uh, wins total on Seattle under. And I jumped in here. I love Matt Ryan with this team. I think he's going to be in a significant upgrade uh, for a season or two. They shored up the corner issues. I, I don't know if I made a big enough deal out of that. I really do like Stefan Gilmore with the Indianapolis Colts in the secondary. So I think that's a huge step up. He was player of the year in the NFL on defense just three years ago, and he still got skates and he still got talent, knows how to cover a guy, even when things start to break down a little bit. But, yeah, yeah I'm on the Colts with you. I think they probably went 11 games this year. You know, it's not just Stephon Gilmore, who was a great addition to quarterback. They also got Yannick Ngakwe right. yep. uh, from the Raiders, and I love those two additions to that Colts sure. defense. It was already a really good defense. All right, so uh, I think we've talked a lot about the Eagles and how much we like the Eagles. You played uh, Philly over nine and a half. Yeah, and I mean, we can say it again, and, and of course we're going to get uh, hate mail from some of my Philly friends if this team <laughs> flops on us this year about you and I and Sal Powell uh, all jumping in together. Uh, yeah, Jalen Hurts, ample protection this year, I think is what's going to happen from that O-line. He shouldn't have to worry. The big thing to me, and I've said this a couple of times already, he doesn't have to go out there and throw three or four touchdown passes each and every game now because they got a defense. So I'll wrap it up by saying I'm with you. Matt, I think the, the Philadelphia Eagles win their division. I think they win 11 games, and I think they're not a bad bet uh, to win the NFC Championship. All right, so common plays we have in general. I played the Eagles to win the NFC East, and that was right here at Circus Sportsbook about a month ago, plus 185. I think the best number you can find right now is plus 150. You like the Eagles to win the division. Yeah, I do, too. absolutely. Yep. Okay, uh, Bears under 6.5 wins at minus 140. I also played the Cowboys under 10.5 wins at minus 145. Now, i got good numbers on those. You're not going to find those same numbers out there now. How much do you think the Tyron Smith injury is going to hurt the Cowboys? Because... I said I've already have seen a significant decline in that Dallas offensive line the past few years. Now you take out the left tackle. What are the Cowboys going to do now? Well, if you made them like a B-plus when they were at their best up front on the offensive line compared to where they are now losing him, I think it's probably a C-grade at best. I really mm-hmm. do up front. Dak Prescott's a talented quarterback, but he's one of those guys who he needs a, he needs to get a running game going. He needs to get that flow going. I, I don't trust him to be able to carry a team with his arm. And the running back situation for Dallas – I got a couple of running backs, but Zeke Elliott's not what he used to be. The offensive line is not going to open up those kind of holes. They can't play action as much as they want to. If the running game is slowed down a little bit, I agree with you. I think under 10 and a half 
is the way to go with Dallas. All right, Bears under, Cowboys under. Now we have the Eagles to win the division. We're also going with, uh, I'm going with the Saints to win the NFC South plus 310. That price has come down a little bit circa here in the past uh, couple weeks. But uh, I do think the Buccaneers are vulnerable now at the top of that division. And uh, it starts on the offensive line where they're not as strong as they have been. And Tom Brady at age uh, 44 or 45, what is he now? Is he 45 Yeah, I think he's 45. Uh, You know, he led the league in passing last year, passing yards. He looked phenomenal. It did not look like he had dropped off much, but maybe this is a year you see it. If the offensive line is not that strong in front of him, he does not have Gronk. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a little bit different for Tampa Bay, and I think the Saints, actually, if Jameis Winston can uh, talk about boosting your betting game, if Jameis Winston can boost his game, uh, watch out for the Saints because he's got some weapons around him. Alvin Kamara is not going to be suspended, right. by the way, and that was a thing that a lot of people were concerned about with the Saints in the offseason. No suspension for Kamara. You got big-time wide receivers around him, and that defense is better. I think it's a really good Saints defense, so watch out for the Saints. Defensive-minded head coach who steps up that DVOA situation that was a negative last year for New Orleans. They were in the bottom third of the NFL in DVOA, and so I think that probably goes up a few notches. They'll probably be middle of the pack, maybe even a little bit better on defense, but the big chunk of that bet has to do with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, and I do agree with you there that the offensive line issue – talking about the center and Jensen, who was lost to injury, really changes things a little bit. We've also got a coaching change. You know, I, yeah. I like Bruce Arians for the most part with Tampa Bay, and I think, you know, they got to get used to a coaching change. But you mentioned Kamara, uh, Jameis Winston, who I think will be in for a good year, stays healthy, and then you've got Thomas, and those two never really got to play together, you know, last year when you talk about – and again, they played well when Winston was healthy last season, so I like that also. And the Saints drafted Chris Olave to play right. out there with, uh, yep. with Williams, so – I think there's a lot to like about the Saints. How about the 49ers? They had a 10-point lead on the Rams in the fourth quarter of the NFC title game and blew it. Now they hand the keys to the Corvette over to uh, Trey Lance. Can he handle it? Uh, I played the I played the Niners at plus 150 to win this division. Uh, you're going to see good. You're going to see bad from Trey Lance. Uh, hopefully more good than bad. I think he's got plenty of weapons around him in that offense. Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and he's got a coach who should be able to uh, – Call the plays to put him in the best position to succeed. So I'm going to take a positive view here on Trey Lance. I know there's going to be some rough rough days, sure. rough Sundays for Trey Lance, but I like the Niners, and I think the Rams probably uh, take a step back. I, I agree with the Rams taking a little step back. Not a giant step back, right, but a little, a little step one. back. And San Francisco, bottom line for me, is how quickly Trey Lance can make this offense his. But you, you said something about the coach, you know, Shanahan. This is the guy he wants for the offense he wants to run. So he's got the quarterback he wants out there, a quarterback who can use his mobility a bit in this offense. And I don't think it's a bad thing that Jimmy G re-signed after they thought he was going to move elsewhere because they apparently have a great relationship. And I think Garoppolo can be a little bit of a a second coach to Trey Lance if things start going south a little bit. You know, if anything else, too, when you're talking about futures, he's an insurance policy. Trey Lance goes down to an injury. Great backup. You got a really good backup. (laughs) And uh, when you bet futures, you always have to be concerned with quarterback injuries. Especially one who might run a little bit. That's right. Ravens to win the AFC North, plus 140. We talked about that earlier in the show. And uh, I'm taking a shot on the Raiders to win the AFC West, okay. plus 650. And uh, I kind of like the Raiders over their win total of 8.5, but I have not played it yet. I've, I did make one Super Bowl futures bet, and that's the Colts at 25-1. to 1. I typically don't bet Super Bowl futures, very few of them, unless I see a team at those uh, mid-range odds I think have a chance. And uh, I think the Colts have a 
uh, have a decent chance. I haven't pulled the trigger on the Colts other than the wins total, but as far as to win the Super Bowl, I didn't. Last year, my my top Super Bowl uh, play that I made was on the Baltimore Ravens, and of course, things fell apart at 8-3 mm-hmm. with all the injuries. This but, might uh, be a year to bet the Ravens. I was thinking the yeah. Ravens, and guess who? Guess who else in the NFC? Guess who? Eagles. There you go. <laughs> you were paying attention. I second that opinion. <laughs> All right. Thanks to Johnny Avello and Danielle Alvari, who joined us on the show tonight. For Scott Spritzer, Matt Humans, our NFL preview here on Sunday night from the Circus Sportsbook. VSIN, the sports betting network. Season kicks off in five days. Regular season football is just around the corner. The VEASAN team has been prepping all summer for this. Whether you're betting on futures, looking for contest strategy, or building your own power ratings, VEASAN has everything you need. Get all the latest from our lineup of experts, NFL veteran experts, NFL veteran experts, NFL veteran experts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.